Welcome to AVL Minutes, where we talk about tech tips, industry news, some of our road stories, and our experiences. My name is Peyton Graham, one of the owners here at Asteria Controls, and with me today, as always, is my esteemed technician, Mountain Dew connoisseur, and live streaming expert, Jordan Newman. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having me. And as my title says, I have a Mountain Dew Baja Blast from Taco Bell next to me today. Congratulations, bottle or can. Uh, it's from Taco Bell, so... Uh, plastic uh, tub? Plastic, yes. <laughs> vending machine. Or not vending machine. Uh, what's that thing called? Soda fountain. Yep. Yes. As always, killer intro today here on this fine morning. Oh, every time. It's it's all we do here is provide the best introductions for the best content. That's the only way. Yes. So episode 11 today, and we're talking about Twitch. Yesterday, we... Not yesterday. Technically yesterday, but also for you at home. Last week, we talked about the hardware of live streaming. So we thought maybe today we could go into... A little bit of the software, but a lot about the whole Twitch thing. Do a little off-the-cuff experience here. It's kind of a little back-and-forth conversational style. Keep it fun, and since Jordan has a lot of experience with both sides of the Twitch aisle, he can shed a little insight here for us. Yes, I've consumed a lot of Twitch watching um, and streaming myself, and shout-out to my viewers in the discord and just the ones who have followed me and subscribed shout out to you guys i hope you guys are listening to this because i i am going to link this in my discord um yeah so this should be a fun little episode here just talking about maybe not necessarily what it takes to be a streamer because i don't you know i haven't made it i didn't go full time doing it but i had some fun doing it uh a few hours here and there in the week and you know i got some mild success doing it so i'll share some tips and whatnot um where do you think we should start this thing out well i mean i would just uh probably start with what you're running as your setup when it comes to your stream and then probably we'll get into a little bit of what a typical twitch streaming or other live streaming setup would look like for your your typical esports slash games slash IRL streamer. Okay. So when I first started, it was actually streaming on console. So I streamed on Twitch a few years ago when I was a senior in high school. I didn't have a six period class. Um, if you had all of your credits to graduate, you could take one less um, if it was your senior year only. So I got to go home for my sixth period. And when I did that, I would log on to Xbox, I would play Fortnite actually, and I would stream on Twitch so that my classmates who did have six period in school would log on to Twitch on their phones and they would be watching me play Fortnite from school and I would be at home. So that was my Twitch start. It was just streaming for my friends. I had no intention of uh, gaining a following. I didn't have any production quality. There was no uh, face cam. It was really just so my friends didn't have to pay attention in class and they could get some entertainment watching me play Fortnite. That's all it was. Um, and then 
it turned into streaming. So I guess like a year or two later, it turned into streaming among us. And I would get a group of friends. I just had a laptop and a second monitor. I would have the stream going on one on my laptop and then I would have among us on my monitor and we would just be playing among us. And that was also just kind of for fun. I, there wasn't a big following uh, for small streamers playing among us. Uh, but again, that was just a good time. And then it turned into, you know, maybe I should actually start taking this seriously. I, I wanted the stream Warzone. I was getting into this game called GeoGuessr. And so I asked my brother, I was like, hey, how much would it cost to build a PC? Or do you have any parts you could, you know, lend me to build a PC? And he was like, actually, I basically have all the parts for a computer if you want to, if you want me to help you build one. I was like, dude, that'd be incredible. So shout out to my brother, Josh. He gave me some parts. He built it for me. I was there next to him while he was building it so I could kind of learn. Um, and then I built my PC. I got two monitors. And then I started going after streaming um, a little bit more. I was putting in maybe, maybe 10 hours a week streaming, like two hours a day, you know, four hours here three hours there, two hours, you know, it was just, it was whatever, whenever I could, I would log on and most of the time stream GeoGuessr. And it kind of just grew from there. I, people started watching me and they would come back the next time I went live. So the biggest tip I could give is consistency. That's what I realized was the key to growing. If you're live every night, you'll see growth. Um, because if you're a familiar face and a familiar name, they will the viewers will continue to come back as long as you're entertaining. Definitely. It definitely helps to be consistent, but also it definitely helps to also provide a, a consistently good product as well. Yes. And so, like I was saying, you can, you can start wherever you are. If you're on console, start. If you're on a laptop, start. If you want to go big, get that set up, and you're going to really have to grind. Um, like, I never really thought of Twitch as a job. For me, it was always just for fun. But I did end up getting to Twitch affiliate. And, uh, well, I mean, I guess if you count the years prior when I was streaming on Xbox, it took me a couple of years to get to affiliate. But when I built the PC and when I finally went after it, it only took me about a month to hit affiliate. And I had a few subscribers who were ready to go. Um, I had friends that supported me. Peyton was right there. He subscribed right away. Um, my brother subscribed. So uh, you should always have people around you that are supporting what you're doing. But then also, if you have viewers to subscribe it as well, that's that's your goal. Because then it, it's kind of contagious. If one person subscribes, the next person's going to want to do it too. So yeah, I guess that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, so... Kind of where you left it off, your setup was on your PC, running with the webcam and running with your basic microphone on the stand and anything kind of backdrop-wise. Okay, so yeah, I guess I can get into a little bit more of the specifics of what I have. I have the Logitech. Um, let me see if I can look it up real quick. The Logitech C. 922 pro stream webcam it looks like is what it's called and that was under a hundred dollars i'm pretty sure and then i have a blue yeti classic starter streamer microphone and then 
starting off, it was super simple. I had nothing in the background. I'm just in my bonus room in my house. So the background, you see a couch, you see a TV far back, you see this foosball table, a bookshelf, you know, nothing cool really. Um, and then I started streaming at uh, Peyton's house. So Peyton actually invited me over. He was like, hey, come stay at my place for a week, set up your stream and let's just have some fun with it. I was like, that sounds like a great time. So he had a couple lights in the background that had color bulbs in them. And we were like, well, how can we use that? And so we just lit them up like blue or whatever color it was in the background. And so now there was a lighting aspect behind me, which was just a little bit more uh, theatrical, I guess. it. I thought it looked pretty sweet. And I think maybe that uh, brought some attention to me. If you're seeing the thumbnail, you're looking at my face cam or webcam, and you can also see the color in the background a little bit more professional. And then slowly when I moved my setup back to my house, I got uh, light bulbs around my desk or LED strips, sorry, around my desk. And then I have those lamps behind me that Peyton provided. And then I have big lamps so I can get like, and my ceiling bulbs have color. So I have six different bulbs that are colored. And then I have the LED strip around me. And I have a lamp in front of me that is just a warm white so that my face still looks normal, like warm white, so it's not distorted by color, so that the color stays behind me. Um, so I have all sorts of programming capabilities of color behind me. And I think that provides a really good theatrical and professional look to my stream. Yeah, it's important to stand out when you're on Twitch because there's just so much that people have to look at when they're scrolling through and looking at all these hundreds of th thumbnails and if you can stand out from you know the crowd it's easy much easier to get those clicks and once you get the click it's up to you to hang on to them yes and that's the biggest thing is retaining viewership that's i think that's going to be a struggle for anyone it's just how do you compete with the big guys you know everyone wants to watch xqc ludwig uh you know the others <laughs> uh you know i can't i just can't i don't know why i can't think of other streamers off the top of my head but there's so much competition with big streamers that it's hard to know who's going to come to watch you as a small streamer and who's going to be there to watch you grow um so yeah you really got to focus on retaining those viewers and being entertaining for when someone else comes you got to draw them in you got to make sure they stay so it's about being switched on from beginning of the stream to the end you have to be entertaining throughout so if you're a, a low energy person maybe this isn't the right thing for you um uh, there's something else i was going to say about production that i forgot so do you have anything to say about that um just um there are a few third-party products out there that you can kind of add on and add more control to your stream and add more of a uh, theatrical element. If you're running something like Streamlabs or Open Broadcaster Studio... Well, that's also something we can go more in-depth about. Uh, yeah. Software. If you're running software um, with multiple scenes, there are devices you can get that can, at the push of a button, flick through different scenes and do things like that. Um, I think it's the uh, Elgato Stream Deck, I want to say it's what yep. it's called. Um, but yeah, some things out there that you can use to enhance your experience. But again, when it comes to Twitch, pretty much 
and everyone has the tools to get started. And then that next level of investing gets you to the next level of professionalism. And from there, it's all up to you to set yourself apart. Yeah, so I would say just start small and then grow. Get bigger, get bigger, get bigger. Like I said, I started with my Xbox, moved to the laptop, moved to a PC, added the lights behind me, um, got a webcam, got a better mic. So it's all about seeing that growth and saying, okay, maybe I should put a little bit more effort into it. And then seeing more growth, okay, put a little bit more effort into it. And then once you start getting subscriptions, once you start getting money, most of the money I made from donations, bits, subscriptions, uh, all of that went back into the stream, really. I don't think I really profited at all from streaming. It just went right back into, you know, buying the lights, buying the LED strips. Um, so yeah, start small. And then as soon as you start seeing improvement, also improve yourself and your setup. Um, but as Peyton was saying, I personally use Streamlabs OBS and I do not have a stream deck, but a stream deck basically, you can set your scenes on this little uh, wiki, like tablet, I guess you could call it. Then you touch a button and it just switches from maybe your intro scene where it says like stream starting soon and then it goes to your webcam and then the webcam takes the whole screen. So it's easy to just go flip between scenes, um, which is super cool. But I just use Streamlabs and I just click on it myself with my mouse on my second monitor. I've thought about, um, and I'll say this before we hop into talking about software, but I've also considered doing these podcasts um, live on Twitch while we, while we record them. Um, not necessarily because people care to watch it live, but when recording podcasts, they tend to be kind of all in the same frame of very controlled, non-live audience kind of thing. And to incorporate some sort of live audience with maybe some interaction might uh, add a great element, especially in the podcast world. So if you're listening and you think that might be something worth doing, let us know. Um, but yeah, it's all about trying to expand the scope, add some more fun stuff, make it more entertaining. It doesn't all need to be dry and informational. Um, but yeah. Thoughts on that? Let's hop into software after I get your thoughts. Jordan, what you got? Um, I think that'd be brilliant if we started a, a work Twitch channel. That'd be pretty sweet, whether it's you going live, me going live. We're both going live talking about you know, the industry news. Maybe it's not even uh, doing the podcast live, but it's just, um, um, just us having a conversation with the viewers unrecorded so that stays um, mutual between us and our twitch followers and then we do the podcast separate but i do think we should have a fan interaction option with our podcast whether it be um, phone calls coming in email questions coming in and then we can have a segment where we answer your guys questions for us yeah i think it would be beneficial just because there are so many baseline questions on audiovisual and lighting out there um that people would like to have answered and if we could offer some sort of tune in and get your questions answered kind of moment i think that'd be really helpful especially if there's something super simple that maybe we've overlooked it's like oh we we didn't, we didn't think much to explain that but someone's like just starting out and they're like hey well, you know what is the answer to this and we completely bypass that let's answer we i want to make sure we answer that question for people or if it's something super complex that maybe we didn't think our viewers um 
would want to know that kind of information. Yeah, just helping the viewer with whatever they whatever their questions might be that we didn't think of ourselves. So yeah. Yeah, Getting we want to provide. Involved. Yeah, we want to provide the best content we can, and yeah. we can only do so much, and we only know what you want to hear so much. So, the more feedback we get, the better we can tailor the product to the consumer. And uh, I think that might be another way to do it. So, hopping into software, as Jordan says, he uses Streamlabs, which is just a uh, beautified version of OBS. And um, most of the OBS and Streamlabs OBS experience is specific sources in specific scenes, as well as your audio mixer, um, and cutting back and forth between scenes to provide whatever experience you're going for, whether you're recording or streaming. Jordan, what kind of setup do you usually use for your scenes and sources within Streamlabs? Well, allow me to pull up my Streamlabs OBS. Give me just a second, please. Um, can you still hear me? It just made a loud noise on my computer. No, nope, you're good. Okay. Um, so I know I have an opening scene that just says stream is starting. I have a or just my webcam. So if I'm just talking to chat, uh, well, actually, it's mainly if I'm uh, in the middle of a game and I'm switching to like me doing something. So I guess here's an example of this is kind of off topic, but I think this is a good thing to note. Um, the beginning of Twitch when I decided to finally go full, uh, uh, like really put a bunch of effort into it. Mm -hmm. Peyton and I were up late one time, just having a good time, and playing GeoGuessr with the viewers that were there. And I ended up titling the stream like 10 push-ups for everyone who follows me. And I ended up getting, I want to say 25. Wait, can you hear me right now? Yes. Okay, because my it says Discord is not responding, so this is uh this is not good. <laughs> but anyway, well, I will yeah. keep talking and if I disappear, you take over. <laughs> but uh we were doing I uh, yeah, I named it ten push ups for everyone who follows and people were coming in, coming in following, and I think I got twenty five followers and I ended up doing two hundred and fifty push ups that night and it was insane and I really needed Peyton's help that night because he was there pushing me. Obviously, I was struggling with the push-ups. Uh, you know, he was encouraging me, also chatting with the viewers when I was doing the push-ups, whatever. That was just one of the best nights streaming. But it was a good way to incentivize those followers and create some good content because I was genuinely exhausted and in pain. And they, you know, sometimes there's joy in watching someone suffer. But <laughs> that is a way of getting followers and viewers let me see here what I got. So I have a stream starting slide. I got a stream will be right back. I got a stream ending slide. And then I have an intermission where it shows my camera. And then it shows the chat on the screen so you can see what people are typing. Um, I have just the webcam like I said. And then I have different scenes for different games specifically. So basically I put the camera on a certain side of the screen um, where it fits best for that game. And then I also have the chat on screen for certain games, not all of them. And the reason I bring up that push-up night is because when I would go from 
playing GeoGuessr to doing the push-ups, sometimes I would switch my camera to full screen. That way you were not looking at the game, you were just looking at me suffer through those push-ups. Peyton, you with us? Oh, for a second there, I thought I lost you. But I, nope, I, you're still I you're still you. with us. And that's all that matters. Um, yeah. So being able to provide not just the same single screen definitely added a lot, especially when we started to get into like the ice tub, for example. Ooh, um, that's a good that's a good story. Yeah. So that uh, that tub still is serving a purpose in my in my storage locker but um that is beautiful that it's is first symbolic. it's it's first maiden voyage was uh <laughs> on the floor of my townhouse filled with water and ice and then filled with jordan so allow me to tell the story please basically i decided once i hit 100 followers i was going to do an ice bath and that 100 followers hit the same time when I was planning on going over and living with Peyton for this week and a half, two weeks, whatever it was. And we basically had a stream set up every night. And we were like, boom, Friday's going to be uh, ice bath. And so I went to Walmart, got myself a plastic tub. We filled that thing up with ice. Uh, we put lights on either side of the clear bucket and lit it up. It was super cool. Turned off all the lights. Uh, Josh and Peyton were next to me, um, waterboarding me. I mean, supporting me, whatever, same thing. And that was that was definitely a highlight of my streaming career, even though that was, again, a lot of suffering. But people enjoy watching that type of thing. It was uh, It was a good time. Yeah, we seemed to offer quite a lot that week. I, and I'll be honest, for me, the whole reasoning behind even just like trying to create a couple weeks of just like heavy stream experimentation was since we're in this industry of audiovisual. This is an aspect of audiovisual that doesn't get talked about too often within the industry. They consider it, you know, different. Um, but I think it is very relevant, and I think that a lot of what we do in this industry can be applied and should be joined in with this kind of streaming. And not only was I provide an opportunity to support you, but also explore the depths of kind of how these streams can be manipulated and pushed to the limit and try different things. Uh, it's fascinating to me, and I thoroughly enjoyed the experience of doing the whole thing. I mean, from late nights to the uh, the live music and just multi-hosting and all that crazy stuff that we were doing. It was, I think, not only a great time, but also good to get some some insight into this whole world of streaming to Twitch. Good. You really started to get slower there. 
Yeah, my brain started to just slowly just shudder into it. <laughs> your, your brain was slowly just shutting down. Like, hey, no. He's losing us. I had to like reach um, back behind me and just start like winding the crank a little bit because I could feel it slowing down in rotation. Yeah, that was funny. Um, sorry, I think it definitely helps now. that we're... Sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. It definitely helps that we're uh, on the younger side of the industry. Um like we grew, we've kind of, well, we haven't grown up with Twitch. Twitch is still relatively new, but I'm a little bit younger than you. So Twitch is something that I would watch, you know, during school. So I've kind of been following Twitch's journey as a um, company, as a website, whatever. Whereas people who are older, who have been in AVL for much longer than we have, like Twitch is kind of taboo. That's for video gamers. That's for little kids. That's not for... That's not part of the industry, which I can understand, but there, I think there definitely is, like you said, a lot to learn from it. And yeah, it's cool that we got to be a part of that world. And hopefully here in the future, I'll get back into that and we'll get back into that together. Um, that'd be pretty sweet. I think there's a whole lot more to it than just watching other people play video games, which is the main sure, yeah. like idea around Twitch. The main stigma, I guess, is just like... It's for kids because kids want to watch other kids play Fortnite and Minecraft. And I don't do either of those things because I do not enjoy either of those things. But more power to you if you do. I just think there's a whole lot more to Twitch that can be used. And you kind of start to see it. Like, just imagine if they were broadcasting sports live on Twitch. You just tune in, click a team, click a game, and just watch comment live with the other people watching i mean that's a, that's a great time i mean the mlb will throw a game up on youtube and kind of do that same thing every once in a while and honestly i think it's the next generation of watching television i think tv needs to go the wayside hot take here and something like twitch should replace it entirely i completely agree i think that's the future I think instead of uh, paying for cable, instead of paying for your channels, you're going to be paying your local sports team and you're going to be paying to subscribe and watch all of their games. That's a prediction I guess I just came up with in my own brain that you kind of uh, helped me formulate with what you just said. But yeah, I'm a fan of the Portland Timbers. I can see the possibility of the next five years, maybe 10 years, that instead of you know turning, turning on the TV watching a game instead you're going to go to like timbersfc.com uh subscription for the 2027 season and then i'm going to pay and i just log on to that website whenever they have a game they're going to be streaming it straight on their website or there's going to be something similar to twitch for the mls and you can just watch every game with a subscription i mean i guess you could kind of say they're doing that right now with espn plus paramount plus the um, zone for like boxing and combat sports, um, you know, there are places that are already set in stone that do that thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be on a individual team basis. They have their own um, place to stream their own games. Yeah, and I guess the way that a lot of like television networks, for example, um, Disney, who owns ESPN and ABC and things like that, they they have enough power and money that they can probably control the fact that it 
may not ever happen like that. Um, True. But even the largest companies fall eventually, and um, you never know. And plus, even with the predictions or the ideas of something like Twitch becoming kind of like television, I mean, we're not the only ones with this thought. Clearly, since Amazon purchased Twitch, they also can see visions like that as well and with a company that large you never know what they can do with the platform so just you never know you never know but i'm curious to see um you did mention television just the word television twitch's uh domain is twitch.tv fun fact here for everyone listening and maybe for you peyton if you don't know this twitch.tv the tv does not stand for television Whenever you see .tv, that's actually for a small island country called Tuvalu. And Tuvalu makes a lot of their money simply from people purchasing that domain. So that's everyone's fun facts. What if you want to go uh, talk to your friends at school or if, you, uh, if you're older, if you want to, you know, talk to your people. Tell us, Captain GeoGuessr, where in the world is Tuvalu? Um, Tuvalu is, it is like northeast of Australia, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, I can double check here on my computer. I can't think of what that's called. Oceania? Is that what the term of those islands in that area? I believe. It's super small. I mean, like, it's just out there in the ocean. Yes, Oceania. Tuvalu in the South Pacific is an independent island nation within the British Commonwealth. It's nine island comprised small, thinly populated atolls and reef island. I, dude, reading is so difficult. Anyway, <laughs> Tuvalu is very small, made up of nine islands in Oceania, northeast of Australia. So, fun fact. Lots of fun facts. Yes. Cool. Well, that's, I think, that's, uh, I think it's good chunk of info on twitch is there anything you want to add to um our discussion today no i just want to say thanks for giving me the time to rant about my twitch experience and giving me a platform to do so and to those of you watching live with me on stream thank you for tuning in and i hope i'll be streaming more in the future so shout out to my followers subscribers um, appreciate you guys for being here. Yeah, and uh, for those of you listening with us, um, we got a lot of more stuff coming up. Um, I'll be hitting the road f- for a little bit uh, to get some jobs done, but we'll be talking about those. And we'll be talking about what we got coming up in the future, and we're going to try and expand a little bit, add some more things, talk about more aspects of AV. There's so much out there. I mean, we got projection and screens coming up, LED video walls, um, the limited energy side. Like, There's a whole lot out there, and we're definitely going to get to all of it one episode at a time. Uh, if you have any ideas of future content you want to hear, definitely leave a comment and let us know. Uh, but besides that, we'll see you on the next one. Peace.